Welcome back again to the Heavy Shelf Podcast. I'm your host, David Richards, and with me, as always, I'm happy to have Luca. Hello. And Moose. Hello. And I'd like to think we got a great show for you today. Um, we are coming off of the tail end of the Game Awards that aired last night in the front end of the release of Cyberpunk 2077, which we'll, we will be discussing a little bit of both. There's a lot to pack in. We're going to try to keep it an hour, though. Um, first things first, we will start with the game awards. What did you guys think of the presentation? I mean, pretty much there was no crowd. So it's almost like meme proof, you know, nothing could go too wrong there. I mean, for all we know, it could have been entirely pre-recorded and then restreamed. That's a fair point. Which I think would probably be the case with some of the performances that went on. Um, oh, for sure, absolutely. Like, uh, w- was it was it Pearl Jam who did that little song, mm-hmm. "Last of Us 2, right? Yeah, I believe that would be pre-recorded. Yeah, um, and then the orchestras. I'm pretty sure all of those were pre-recorded. Um, but you know, honestly, it didn't feel too different to me. I mean, they they had like what they was that canned applause that they did or. Or they just sure. like, like hooked up I, mics to various clusters of people or what? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it could have been just a regular track. I know it was hosted, I think for the second time in a row, Sydney Goodman. Um, she's, I think she worked at IGN. She's a YouTuber. Uh, I think she does a good job because um, they've done it in the past where they just, they shifted around like different celebs and stuff and it wasn't very good. Uh, mm. I think she should just like, it should just be her and Jeff from now on because um, it wasn't cheesy or campy or anything weird. And uh, and I know she's a legit gamer, so it's not just like a pretty face up there, you know? Um, it was a little weird that they knew this was going to happen all year and uh, they couldn't get proper face um, webcams in time. Like, <laughs> Brie Larson's a millionaire and it looked like it was a 360p webcam and some of them didn't have mics like so they're like using their laptops like internal mic and yeah, it was just was... weird i'm like uh, try a little you know maybe i'm sorry if, if we're if we're gonna if we're like we've been what quarantined on and off self-quarantined for like a year come on man yeah. it's, it's been a hot minute you can't tell me this was like last minute you knew you were gonna have to do this kind of thing sooner or later you know yeah I think, yeah, I think they could have at least, like, the Game Awards could have shipped them, like, a small, like, mic and webcam kit or something, just so it didn't look so amateur. Baby's first streamer set. Yeah, something, anything, like, literally, just, like, like, the stuff, like, the kind of mic set you'd find at, like, the aisle next to, like, some Reese's candy or something like that. There would be something so fantastic to me about seeing all these celebrities recording with, like, blue snowballs. Yeah, yeah, Like, that would be choice so yeah um i did it was way more evident this time around uh because knowing that it's like all streamed plan stream like no crowd and stuff mm. the commercial sections just in a lot of ways just felt like your kind of game announcement sections 
you know? But uh, this is very much more like the new game show, like new games coming more than the game awards. Yeah. Cause like I, I was listening that. all, I, I, I was listing all the games and it was more new game announcements than there are actual nominees who won stuff. And I always thought like E3 was the let's announce our new game stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was definitely a, a weird choice for them to make, but I, I haven't really watched many other game awards things. So I'm not sure if this has like been a long time coming. I didn't, or if they kind of just sprung it on people. I felt like it was six or 12 at most kind of games that were noticeable last time. Um, and sometimes the games would be like in a montage of other games. So it's like one video for a minute, but like four games, right? Yeah. That only happened like once from what I remember. And then other than that, like everything got its, everything was a world premiere, you know? Yeah. And so, and as I was proactively listing them, I was like, you know, this is a lot of games. And I think I'm kind of okay with it being the game awards could be like the new place where gamers can kind of look forward to, okay, so what you got for us in 2021? Where E3, that can serve as like, this is for the journalists. Because that's, it really was for the journalists for the longest time. And then only lately, like the past decade or so, um, maybe sooner, did they actually start letting in people. Like the regular plebeian gamers, you know. (laughs) Us dirty proles, yes. Yeah, and so like, E3 is kind of fading, like leave that to the journalists and give us the game awards, you know? Yeah. But I, I, on the other hand, I do feel like the game awards is also an event. Maybe not necessarily for the journalists as much as E3, but definitely by the journalists. Well, you get what yeah, I mean? the way certain things went, um, with the voting, I think we would agree. And it's well, funny. You don't even have to look at how things went. the The way that the games are selected is ten yeah, yeah. percent based on gamers, ninety percent based on journalists. Just statistically, yeah. well, the journalists have nine times as much power in what's get decided than the actual watchers. Yeah. So, and and I, I will point out that uh, la- when we talked about this uh, last week, yeah, we made predictions. Um, I, I, it was pointed out that they do seem to have the deciding uh, vote. You know, if if you actually look who's deciding mm-hmm. the awards it has nothing to do with the people's choice it's uh down to a bunch of different journalistic outlets yes so um the thing is that uh what we were doing the week before is kind of funny now in that we were kind of trying to be reasonable with the trade-off because we're like they're not going to let them sweep because like you know yes you, you got three potential game of the years so they're going naive to. We were. Yeah, yeah. So, so we were saying things like, "Oh, they'll probably give Hades best indie. They'll give um, The Last of Us best narrative, and they'll give Ghost of Tsushima game of the year." Okay, well, you said Ghost do... of Tsushima game of the year, but Luke you know what I'm saying. Hades. Like, just let me finish my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with you. They can go go back and watch what was being said. Um, <laughs> but imagine actually get having what I'm a memory saying. now. My point being is that we were trying to be lenient and like, oh, surely they're gonna spread the love. No, there was no love to be spread. We were looking the journalists at it like it had a statement of- to say, and they said it every single chance they got. If The Last yeah. of Us was a nominee, 
it won. The Ghost of Tsushima, they won the player's voice. And that's when the player got to speak. After that, players, sit down, shut up. Journalists has got something to say. And that they like The Last of Us. I I think we kind of made the mistake of... And and I, I it's it's kind of weird looking back on it because I feel like we should have seen this coming more so. But we, we I think we made the mistake of thinking that they would try to make it almost like a negotiation or or, or like give the audience something, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but instead, this is just like an abusive relationship where they decide everything and uh, we uh, re in the corner, you know. <laughs> well, like I think an easy one to pick at. Um, best art direction. Yeah. Technically, Ghost of, um, sorry, Last of Us uh, definitely has had some technical feats. Like, they were very, very impressive for how they pulled it off. Mm-hmm. But I said it before and I'll say it again. Ghost of Tsushima had 40 different biomes. Uh, did Ghost of Tsushima... Um- I believe Ghost of Tsushima won art direction, did they not? I don't think they did. It did. It no, did. No, it, it did. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. It did. And, you know, to I I don't think that best art direction necessarily means technical feats, which I think is why Last of Us Part 2 didn't win, because it which looked like Last fair. of Us Part 1, which I'm, looked kind of like a standard I'm trying to figure game. out what went wrong in my notes then of why... Uh, I, there must have been an awards thing right after that that Last of Us had, <laughs> yeah. and I wrote it down twice because my like, heart for Last of Us right now. You you are uh, well wait yeah okay it it won the thing just before Art Direction and it won something like two things after. Okay, that's probably uh, what so, happened is that I literally just wrote the thing down twice. Um, yeah. Okay, so justice was had there then, thankfully. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, because, again, Ghost of Tsushima was a beautiful game where The Last of Us was an impressive game as far as the graphics, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, it's, I feel like it's a difference between a, a, like a painting that is technically well done and a painting that is done by someone with uh, like an artistic flair and a sense of aesthetic, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it was just, yeah. it was technically well done, but it, it was just some, some post-apocalyptic zombie, you know, like yeah. it wasn't. Not to uh, plug our own, our own stuff too much, but there is an article kind of considering aesthetics and game design up on heavy shelf about dark souls. Uh, I mean, demon souls remake. I know. I kind of, kind of on that vein. Mm-hmm. Who wrote that article? I don't know. Probably a loser. It was me. That was the joke. I can say it. That was me. It was a joke. Moose, they're not going to know. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's kind of hard to find who did win what, though, because if you go to thegameawards.com, the 2020 winners page is a 404. Yeah, no, so that's, you, that's have to, someone's you have to. You have to go third party. Uh, and yeah, it's up on Variety uh, if anyone's looking for it. They have a pretty easy to read uh, little list and what, they're, what they were up against. So. Yeah, so um, long story short, Last of Us sweeped. Yeah. Some people feel that there were some injustices. Uh, we we almost can't get into it without sacrificing the rest of the podcast, like falling victim to 
of the Last of Us versus Ghost of Tsushima argument. Mm-hmm. Now, were there any other surprises? Like, I mean, Hades did win Best Indie, right? Yes, it did. And Final Fantasy VII won Best RPG, which I think we called but argued that it shouldn't get because it's a remake, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So so we def- we called some things right. I think our big mistake, uh, I think the only real upset we had was, again, assuming that they would be, um, like I said, kind of in a negotiation with the audience about some of the things uh, that... Uh, like, we, 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 we thought that they were going to throw The Last of Us a bone, not, like, you know, the whole meal. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, other than that, I think it largely turned out as we expected. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you guys see any games in particular that they announced that you were surprised to see? Like, I mean, as far as surprises, I was surprised to see Master Chief going to Fortnite. And I thought for that maybe was... three seconds of maybe launching Fortnite, but then I didn't. But yeah, they got me thinking was, that about was it. An interesting thing. Um, the the red versus blue cameo that went after. I don't mm-hmm. know. That was that was a little. Well, little like apparently, like a like a an amateur dev team, whatever, created recreated the map in Fortnite. The the Blood Ghost map, and so you can play it in Fortnite now. Which like that's pretty cool. And um, that's in the creative mode only, of course, because I was wondering at first. I was like, how are you going to have 100 people Battle Royale and Blood Gulch? Well, that's because it's captured <laughs> the flag, not Battle Royale. Yeah, so so they said, ah, oh, creative mode only. I said, okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, uh, there was there was one game that was like, uh, you're playing as dolls, like cloth dolls. I don't remember the name. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I like that one. That. Um, um, it Takes Two takes two that looked very interesting to me because you were kind of looking at it and you're like all right i mean the first part of the trailer was weird i was like what is this and then it was like um this looks okay and they they, they showed us some of these other environments and it was like really surprising at, at how nice it looked um, of, yeah of how much is already done like they definitely didn't hold back on like their inspiration or like their, and, their and imagination would be so limited but no there was like a a flowing glacier river and stuff like that and I was like okay this is very interesting now mm. um, they released something for an updated version of, of the I'm not sure if it's the original previous Nier game I was I'm, I'm only very vaguely aware of it I don't uh, think it was a I don't think it was a updated version I think it's a new game right Oh no, no no! I believe it's a remake because I recognize some of the uh, okay, characters, gotcha. and I'm pretty okay. sure I believe it's a remake of a previous near okay. uh, game. Which I, considering I I'm a big fan of Near Automata, uh, as anyone who uh, remembers our game of the decades would know. Um, uh, so I, I'm excited for that, but it also falls, I believe, into the remake category. I I believe um, from from what I can tell. So. Okay. It's it's a little bit like eh. Um, see here, I'm, I'm looking over the list. Uh, Elite Dangerous Odyssey. That one stuck out to me because I feel like it makes Star Citizen irrelevant now. Uh huh. Because, you know, No Man's Sky, um, 
was like high in exploration, but it's not really a space sim. It's more like an inventory management simulator. And you're going to these random non-existent planets and all that stuff. Where Elite Dangerous seemed more like the grown-ups space sim because it's based off the Milky Way galaxy. And it's, I mean, last I heard, unless they were just blowing smoke, it's supposed to be based on as many planets as we know. So, like, if there's a planet in real life that we know of that's charted, you can fly to it in Elite Dangerous. That's, um, I mean, that that's pretty interesting or, or, or like I mean, a, a it's the gimmick. entire Milky Way galaxy. Um, <laughs> it's a good but, gimmick, but also there, there's an aspect of are, are not most of the planets going to be made, perhaps pretty, but not necessarily entirely interesting. To exactly. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that, that's the issue that, um, No Man's Sky had mm-hmm. at least, at least especially initially. Um, cause like, yeah, you can make you know, however many planets you want to, but if it's just a different color of rock for you to walk on for Well, and that's the thing is that they they promised, because, like, some of the problems is, like, how is it that this planet, or all the planets, are always just one biome? They're always entirely tropical. They're never, like, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know? Which makes sense to some point, because, I mean, look at Mars. That's one biome. That's all you get right there, right? But you're going to have some planets that have multiple biomes. And I think people kind of fell for their false promise of, uh, no, they're there. They're just so rare that, you know, that's part of the journey is trying to find them (laughs) in game. Let's be honest, people. You're never going to find one. No. You're never going to find another Earth. You're going to find maybe a planet that's like, okay, we found planet Miami. But you're never going to (laughs) have like one that has biomes ranging from Miami to Alaska, you know? Yeah. And um, so with, um, I, I think every space sim game is going to have that problem with league dangerous. The thing I noticed with that is that, uh, they're letting you walk on the ground because you, you already could explore the planets and, uh, take vehicles out and stuff or, or fly low on them. Now though, you're like actually getting out shooting guns and everything and I can't remember which it was Star Citizen that tried to have like their kind of spin off shooter, right? I don't remember. But now yeah, Elite Dangerous is like we're just gonna go ahead and do that now and just put it in this game and like here you go, there's the update. It does seem that that it was Star Citizen who yeah. I'm I'm seeing some stuff about uh first person shooting aspects implemented into it yeah so like at this point though it's like what's the what's the point to wait for star citizen when we have odyssey elite dangerous and i mean you know part of it for me is these games are huge these these are these are games where you're flying across galaxies Mm -hmm. so i'm always a little bit I, i tread very lightly in terms of how invested i get into them because i'm expecting to come up short in terms of just about anything that it has to offer, you know, if it's, if it's going to be so big, I always am worried like, okay, is it just going to be big? Because I, I can't think of many games that have been both wide and deep, so to speak. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Um, especially with these space games, because it seems like a lot of them are kind of like building up steam, like, Oh, 
oh man, it's getting really big updates. We're getting bigger. We're getting bigger. And it's like, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any like release or unveiling. It's just like, mm-hmm. here we go. So when, when you said that it looks like it's, it, it, it might make Star Citizen irrelevant. Um, I understand there was probably a little bit of exaggeration there, but I had forgotten Star Citizen even existed, right? Like a huge space game. And it's just, these things are, they're 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 somewhat niche, and yeah. also kind I mean, of when I think about it, what I probably just said is foolish. Because I mean, look, they got like Henry Cavill, they got Mark Hamill, like they got all these stars and stuff, and so yeah, but, it's just you know masterpieces take time. So maybe they're just taking the time they need and not trying to complain. But uh, yeah, perhaps. Um, <laughs> that's a very you, soft perhaps. <laughs> I, well, I I like. The thing to me about the idea of star appeal in video games is, I, given I have a bias where I, I, like, I mean, Wes is constantly being like, you know this person, right? And I'm like, I might know their face. And I look at them, I'm like, either yes or no based on their face. Celebrities, stars, not really my forte, not really my interest. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is my own bias, but I, I feel like star appeal shouldn't be as, as appealing in, or as powerful in games as it is in movies, you know? Um, maybe I'm wrong, but like, uh, uh. Well, I mean, so, Keanu so Reeves is all I got to say to that. Well, yeah, but okay. You have to keep in mind. I think, I think Keanu, I, I guess like when I think like s- people trying to sell things based on star appeal, I think like Will Smith and like how it seems like Gen Xers in particular have this weird love of Will Smith and like a <laughs> lot of people my age are like, ah, whatever. He's, he's the like, yeah, he's from Men in Black and I don't know, a show or whatever. It. You know, he's like... Uh, was it just for uh, YouTube that's Rewind? Hot. Yeah, like, he, he was a meme for YouTube Rewind, and that seems to be his biggest relation to my generation. Keanu Reeves is, like, a beloved fucking demigod amongst men, you know? Uh, I feel like he's a special case, but that is a le- very legitimate counter-argument. Well, when, um, you're, when you're looking at, um, at the reason that stars exist in media in general, it's because having a big-name actor attached to something is like a... a Almost like a like a, a ribbon to consumers saying, "Hey, you should invest your time and money into this product because this person who's very successful has attached their name to it." Right? Yeah. I don't think that it works as well for games, or or I don't I don't think the intensity of that is is the same level. Um, I mean, I don't maybe think it's just a matter it, of time. I don't think we've seen it happen enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's here's an argument. Maybe it's right? just a matter of time, but I, I I get the feeling that it is less necessary. Here's an here's an argument. In early film, um, the the like the movie stars and stuff did not have the same draw. People didn't even know their names. Like they would call movie stars, oh, the Universal Pictures girl, right? Because they'd be in all the Universal Pictures movies. Um, mm-hmm. and then there was a very distinct point at which the actors started, uh, becoming a little more independent from the studios and i think you sort of see like the building up of star power in hollywood um and perhaps because i am thinking about it and we are seeing more and more cases where yeah they directly modeled this big actor into the game and so maybe we will see that um but i I think they might find that actors that work in hollywood don't always work in games like keanu reeves is gonna work right will smith might work once or twice for meme factor but i don't think he's as beloved and then there's going to be actors that you know just no one's going to really care if they put him in a game do, do you see what i'm saying like i think they'll have yeah. to find 
a, a specific subgroup that that does have gamer appeal, shall we say? I I would agree to that, but but you also have to keep in mind that acting isn't as important in video games as it is in movies and TV shows. Um. Uh, yeah, but I would and say I mean, that, you know, like I would it's say noticeable. That, I would say bad. that good acting. Yeah, I would say that good acting though does improve a game. Yeah, yeah, it it would improve a game, but for a lot of people, a lot of core gameplay loops are not built around acting at all. You know, it's built around various yeah. missions and stuff like that. Um, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, and it, so it, I, I think it's a much more case by case matter for yeah that, video it, games. It, yeah, it matters a lot for some games and very little for others. Yeah. Yeah, now um, I, I would I would definitely agree with that. It was interesting to see though, because I think this is, I think Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is the most star studded game with just Keanu Reeves. Right? It's like yeah. this is the most Which, that I've seen. On, a let's single... go ahead and transition over to that topic. Um, uh, there we go. Look at that. I, I I think it's it's the most seamless that a game has advertised off of celebrity appeal, at, at least in my lifetime from what i can remember right um, well what's crazy about it is that the game already had a type before keanu reeves jumped on board and then when mm-hmm. he jumped on board we just went to the moon like is it just and, me or did he become even more of a meme when he got on but like I, I feel you know like yeah people knew who he was and like everyone loves keanu reeves because oh he rides the bus and blah blah blah, blah. but then he <laughs> said no you're beautiful and it was well, like Boom. Reportedly, you know? Keanu Reeves didn't know that they were that people were that passionate about him and the video game. Like he was yeah. genuinely shocked as like the people love me this much. And then when you think about it, it's like, yeah, he probably isn't on a stage that often in front of people like that, well, just like n- in a let's cheer him setting, you know? Yeah, he's notoriously supposed to be a, a very humble guy, right? And do things like just ride the subway. And so and, and apparently people kind of won't come up to him so often because mm-hmm. of a certain level of disbelief. And if he's been in that mindset for, you know, however long where, yeah, I go out into the world and like, yeah, occasionally someone's like, Oh, Hey, can I take a picture or whatever? Um, yeah. You know, and it, it probably would be relatively shocking if he's not on stage that often. I can totally see that. But yeah. But after sorry, like after he got that response is when apparently he was like, yo, you guys can use me for more of the game. And then they made him a much bigger part of the game than what they originally intended for him because they didn't know they'd be able to get him on for that much. And it is kind of interesting because his, uh, his performances in the game vary uh, in terms of quality. Uh, yeah. I've heard know. some it's, other amateur voice not, actors actually talk about that. They were kind of like, look, we love Keanu Reeves as a person. However, it is clear that he has not done a lot of voiceover work. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't blame like Keanu for that, to be honest. Kind of stiff. I don't blame no, Keanu. I, I, don't blame I blame the director behind that um, recording desk for not having the Gahonas to say, "Hey, Keanu, can you uh, run that one one more time?" Till they got it right. <laughs> or yeah, I, I mean, even because we know from from John Wick, he he's capable of acting like a like a tough dude, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if he's a, if if he can't act like how Johnny Silverhand needs, and you really need him to act like Johnny Silverhand. They could have even just tweaked Johnny Silverhand a little bit. Okay, we'll go a different yeah. direction to fit you, Mr. Keanu. Please don't mm. walk out on us, right? Yep. But, um, I, so. Okay, I do feel Not like, though, I, I do feel like, in a way, that does sort of tie into some of the issues around Cyberpunk, though, where, yeah, sure, they, they could have changed that, but it feels like they changed so much, you know? 
Yeah, let's you know let's saying? take a step back and let, let's start from the beginning because we kind of jumped straight into the middle with the whole yeah. Keanu's performance as Johnny Silverhand. Well, um, yeah. well, we started there because, like, I mean, I feel like that's the only thing that could save Cyberpunk currently at this point because um, it is way too glitchy. I hear that on consoles, it practically doesn't run as advertised. It's a very, very bad release um, across everything in terms of poor performance, a lot of glitches, um, and a lot of things that were kind of advertised and not necessarily removed, but not what they were made out to be. Um, Well... In, yeah. in, in terms of how a lot of people see it, like there was a bunch of cars that you could see in the trailers that are not in the game anymore. So they were definitely having to cut some content before the release. Um, so yeah, it's just, and, and for, for consoles especially, I'm hearing that people on PS4s are getting 20 frames per second. And that's like what the game runs at for them. Yeah. Um, oh, it's rough. It is very no, rough. That, that has to do with why they did the last delay, if I'm from what i was hearing it yes, had to do with yes, it, it just not running and them almost like designing it to run around the next generation and then being like oh post after at least on this one oopsie you know mm-hmm. whereas it, it seems to me that the practical thing to do would have been because people have been speculating uh for a while that that oh you know oh the consoles are going to push back because covid oh the release is going to be you know because there were articles from like months beforehand saying that yeah we're gonna have problems with scalpers and so on and when mm-hmm. you consider those things would the practical thing to do not have been almost to design it to run around PS4 and then almost have Skyrim release like a, a special edition that you got for free if you had Skyrim to release like a PS5 sort of edition that you got for free if you, you had the or, or like just PS4? a visual update. Yeah, no, exactly. That would make a ton of sense. That's, that's like, a great idea. To me, that would have been the way to go about it. And it feels like they kind of, uh, how would you say, went in backwards ass first or whatever you know a little bit <laughs> wrong way around yeah yeah I, I would agree with that um it's i mean it looks really nice if you have the system to run it which it seems like you know if if you have anything worse than like a, a 1080 ti don't run it you can't right um and uh, even oof. then people are people are like yeah so uh you know it's it's running pretty good on my 2080 I, th- I think 28 is a good. It's like okay, man, that's a lot. Yeah, for, yeah. I'm on a I'm on a 980, and it's pretty much if I want 60 frames per seconds, I gotta turn it too low. Um, otherwise, it's a medium, 30 frames per seconds, dipping to 20 frames per seconds. And you know, it's, it's these, these be, are these are on? computers that when people build them, they they, they usually pick fast motherboards and you know really good ram and good ssds that are really fast and uh good good processing cpus a lot of these machines are not you know a lot of the machines that are running them well are not common consumer machine yeah Um, i mean like my my pc was pretty pretty darn good when i built it uh it's like a 1070 ti overclocked edition or whatever right um you know good process and all that i'm not sure if i'm gonna be run it uh able to run it I, like I'm really not like I, I hope so I'd be very surprised or I'd be a little surprised if I wasn't uh, but there's also the aspect of I built it you know it was my first build and I didn't know what I was doing and I kind of occasionally freaks out you know so who knows but like <laughs> that's not that old not a computer fun. it's not that new but it's not that old and it mm-hmm. wasn't cheap and the fact that I'm kind of like 
oh, I hope it runs well. It's a little bit like, wow, <laughs> you know. And, you know, it's it's a game that looks very nice when you are running it on high quality. Um, people who are showing off their screenshots and gameplay footage of it, like running on the highest quality, mm-hmm. it, looks, it looks pretty good. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of stuff that they did, a lot of attention to detail. You know, e- even if you turn off ray tracing and stuff like that, it's not like ray tracing is making this game look good. Um, but as soon as you have to downscale the uh, resolution to make it run faster, it, 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 I mean, it reminds me of how Fallout 4 looks. And Fallout oh, 4 it. doesn't look that bad for when it was released, but, you know. I've just it, remembered it, it, that I'm going to be running on a 1440p monitor. Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, no. It's, yeah. So, you know, uh, kind of buggy. Um, doesn't, doesn't run very well. Um, and then there's the the issues of uh, character customization, which I'm I'm just it might not be an issue for you, right? Um, people like to excuse this as well. You don't see your character very frequently anyway, but there's some character creation options that are just kind of missing. Um, and I'm gonna and make a lot of comparisons. Some are completely to unnecessary. <laughs> yes, yeah, so some some are unnecessary in my mind. Um, like seriously, you can let the modders handle that; they will. Yes. Trust me. Yes. Right. So don't waste don't waste actual resources on it because modders will do whatever they want, right? But you can't change the physical build of your character, which is weird. You could do that in Fallout Four, and it wasn't it wasn't a very complex system, right? And do I want to be fat? Do I want to be skinny? Do I want to be muscular? It's a triangle. You pick somewhere in between those three points. Bada bing, bada boom. And let's um, be honest, they Fallout Four is not a brilliant character creator. It's not. But... No, it's not. It's not. What was what was most surprising to me, and I actually didn't believe it when I first read it, is that you cannot change your character once you leave character creation. You cannot change your hairstyle or your what? facial features or anything like that. See, I didn't know that, so I might have to start mine over because uh, I I was like, you know what, I want to start kind of fresh faced at first. I didn't want to have like the cybernetic stuff going through my face. Um. Because I thought I could upgrade it later, and like then I like you know as I progress and I feel more of a badass cyberpunk, then I'll get the cybernetic face and stuff. And if you can't upgrade that at all, it's like yeah. So this is I'm having I'm having like fax machine noises in my head as I'm trying to process the in a cyberpunk game. Keeping keeping in mind that you could heavily modify your characters in Cyberpunk uh, 2020, right? Like you know, very heavily, um, to my recollection anyway, that there's just no ability to change your character. It, it, like, I, I'm having trouble, like, process, like, I, so how is that true? What? Major cybernetics, like the mantis arms and stuff like that, they're still, I mean, you can very clearly see when you use them, oh, I couldn't do this before, right? So there's changes like that. Um, yeah. But there's not even barbershops. I mean, and that's, just... you know... The, it seems like something that is very small because ultimately this does not impact the gameplay. Um, and you can even say, okay, I'll give it a pass even though it's a role-playing game. And ideally a role-playing game should allow you to change things about your character, right? Um, again, Fallout 4 had this with a, there was a, there was a, a like a plastic surgeon and plenty of yeah. little barbers that would go around, okay? So, okay, we can excuse those things. But when you think about it on the level of this is something that a lot of games have and don't need that this game doesn't have and you might argue need, and it does have stuff that it doesn't need. I'm sorry, that was a whole lot of negatives there. Basically, what I'm trying to say is 
if I was going to say a game lets me change my character, Cyberpunk 2077 would be that game. Yeah. Like, what, what other setting would I need to change my character after creation to get a haircut, right? Um, in, the, in the Cyberpunk 2020 role-playing game, which this is based off of, you can get, like, you know, holographic tattoos and glowing hair and stuff like that. There's a lot of crazy options. And I feel I, like it's not really well represented, and it definitely doesn't allow for your character to grow visually as you I play. still think it's criminal I, I, that you can't go to third person. You can't go to third person at all? From what I've seen, it's only first person. I've, that's all I've only heard. You're, so, you're first person. The majority of the game, you can't switch to third person unless I've been lied to by the entire internet. I think you can go third person driving because I saw some third person motorcycle. Yeah, but well, then yeah, you're but, not third but, person, but, you're third car then. Yeah, the thing is, <laughs> yeah, that, saying, okay, okay, saying, you can, <laughs> saying you can go third person driving is like saying that they have driving in the game. Because trying to drive first person in a video game, like, let's be honest, if we could drive third person in real life, we would. It's just better. It's just oh, better. No, I'm, I'm with you. Okay, that's a, that's, that's a very fair point. <laughs> like, do you want functional driving or not? And it doesn't help that a lot of these GTA-type games like, have absolutely no distinction between foot off the gas and pedal to the metal, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's just, Do they not I have guess, that distinction on c- controller? Because they really can't on keyboard, unless you're going to have yeah, a sort I, of like uh, some sort you'd, of you'd strange... Have to, you'd have to do some tapping and, and smooth it out so that when players tap, it doesn't screw up. I mean, you could even... Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to try and Which suggest is ways to fix game. fast acceleration in video game driving. That's for a different, I, that's for a different podcast. I'm that, that's that. just a keyboard and mouse issue at the end of the day. I believe they could fix it on keyboard and mouse, but I'm not going to. We'll have a debate about that another time. We'll have a debate about that another time. Well, actually. um, Well, actually, you go. Well, uh, I don't want to get. I think, yeah, I think we're right. We're right. I was going to say some of these games, sometimes I wish they would just license out certain aspects yeah, yeah. You know what? We are going to get into a bit of this because this. I'm going to go ahead and start complaining about the shooting. I don't like the shooting. I've been told that if you get further into it, that the guns get better. But one of my fears that I've had for years from seeing the first thing is like the shooting does not look fun. And then it came time for me to have to shoot someone in the video game, and the gun was not fun to shoot, and the dude seemed to take forever to like mm-hmm. die like how many times you're going to shoot a guy before they die um, it makes me think of the reason why I got into this is that with the driving for instance and the shooting like I wish they could just lease out like XYZ company's team that's good at Contract. driving games yeah and then XYZ company's team that's good at shooters like literally give us Give us who like get the movement squad of um Titanfall and then uh get the driving team from Forza and then the shooter team from Call of Duty. <laughs> like well, what, what pay whatever you that? gotta pay. Yeah. Give them a percentage I, of the game, profits or whatever, but then just make us a good game. I, I the the only thing I would say about that is I think you're probably going to run into issues of just what the engine is built around or built for. I, I mean, I might be wrong, but I feel like that would be a bit of an issue. Um, but I, again, I could be wrong. And the only other aspect that I think you would need is 
a really brilliant team to tie that all together you know because like okay take the movement in um titanfall it is tied to the shooting fundamentally right and so you're gonna have to have some pretty brilliant management to to sew that all together and i feel like one of the problems with cyberpunk is not so brilliant management of the project so it'd be like it would be god tier if you could pull that off but it would be a feat is is what i'm trying to say i suppose regardless yeah. of how you have to go about fixing these things these these are general issues that people have spotted it's it's yeah. basically a looter shooter and you know there were some there were some people who were kind of what is it doomsayers i don't know i don't know exactly the word that i'm using um, naysayers trying to think are, 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 well, not is naysayers, what you're trying to say cause... called it people who called so, it <laughs> yeah yeah so so the people who called it right they pointed out that at some point in i think 2019 the Cyberpunk 2077 Twitter page removed role-playing game from the description and replaced it with action-adventure game. Oh. Um, and, oh. and people were like, oh my goodness, this game is going to be terrible. Of course, the game is not terrible, right? I, th- I think that's, that's being a little harsh because yeah. it's fun once you get beyond the bugs and all that other stuff. Um, it's fun if it runs. But people did... Yeah, my game has crashed kind of express- twice so far. And I don't have a bad People, computer. They, they did express a little bit of worry that the game would be shifting further and further from an actual role-playing game. Um, and so seeing a kind of simplification of a lot of uh, combat elements and stuff like that, like the melee combat was compared to Fallout 4 and just about everything that I've saw. Fallout 4 did not have good melee combat. They, if, no. The key for throw grenade was the same key for heavy melee attack, the difference was how long you held it for. Like, okay, that's bad binding. You can't change that either. Also, the it, it, it's not that they didn't have good; it's they had really bad melee. But sorry, go on, Wes. I was just saying the hacking. Um, I I pretty much fall asleep while hacking. That's how boring it is. So, what is it? What is the kind of hacking minigame like? Because I know this is a. This is a, a a trope in games for for how they handle it. Is it like a connect the wires puzzle, or is it? What? Well, the last one I remember, and there may be more because I'm not finished with the game yet. So, like, I'm willing to say I could be wrong about all this. You know, me and Luca just got done reviewing a game to where we both said like the first half of the game was abysmal, but then the second half of the game, they really like shine through and like oh, so okay, it just this gets is a better good game, and better. You know. Yeah, and so this could be something like the hacking to me seems stupid because well you're not supposed to be some master hacker right now you're doing simple stuff because I mean the thing that they fair. showed me to hack they were like just match these numbers oh here's the numbers for you by the way um <laughs> it's like well I'm not hacking then I'm just it's like advanced Sudoku I'm moving my mouse over these squares and saying yes these squares please hacked thank you. I, I think that that might be something that does change. I, I don't know. I would, I would kind of hope that it does. Um, I feel but, like know, if I any mean, game should have good hacking, like I would rather would have cyberpunk. it be something like in um, Tom Clancy's The Division. You have like your little droid or something doing the hacking, and then it's a matter of you got to defend your droid while it's doing the hacking. Make sure it's not shot down. Like that, that, I mean, one button hit cool. release kind of thing. What's up? That that would be pretty cool. And sometimes when it comes to hacking in games, I wish that they would just let me opt into like a quick time event thing. Like, just 
give me a quick time event. That's, I think that's the only time that I'll ever ask for a quick time event. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But I would prefer that to uh, like a mediocre puzzle that's sort of slapped on. Um, I, I wouldn't. I mean, especially like... because of pacing. You know, I, I, when like like how you can open a chest in in a lot of games to just stop the person that's chasing you, and you can spend some time organizing things. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, that's I, I I appreciate your willingness to acknowledge that that is something that could improve as the game goes on. Because yeah, I think I'm that nowhere, level of I'm distinction is important. Too deep in the game, I just know that so far the shooting, not impressed with. Um, the environment, oh my god, they did so much in this game, so so much. Oh, it looks it looks so good, and the level of detail in some. But stuff that's is- why it makes me even want the rest of the game to be even better, because I would be a okay if they made us live in this world like GTA style for ten years, you know, like uh-huh. just have solid game mechanics that want us to that make us want to play in this world for as long as possible for as long as the graphics remain relevant you know i i don't know that i actually see it happening but it would because i just don't know that it, it's i i just don't know yet if it's structured in such a way that it, it, it's practical to do this but it would be interesting to see them kind of pull a no man's sky where they just keep improving it over time um and and like adding they, more stuff but i i, they I should i don't, but know I don't think I, they will yeah exactly i don't know that i see it I mean, they have how, how big is CD Projekt Red now? Does anyone know with a quick Google search? Because uh, No Man's Sky, they essentially each single one of their members became millionaires overnight, and so there was mm-hmm. nothing left to do but continue to work on the game of their dreams. Yeah, it's and, it's a, and there was only fifteen of them, so like. They have plenty of money to go around. Like, with CD Projekt Red, with, like, their marketing and this and that, and um, how many people they have, I don't think that they're going to be as flexible. Like, because, I mean, with these games, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see it happening. Like, they're going to be doing the multiplayer. Are they really? Yeah, at some point, they're doing multiplayer. That that sounds pretty neat. Um, I'm into that. how, How much will it cost, though? Will it be even better than GTA's, you know? They're saying yeah, it's around yeah. 230 people, according to this forum post, uh, but this is a pretty old one. It was the first result I could find, so they, it's possible they've expanded since then, or, or mm-hmm. even likely. I um, would like to just um, point out one problem with the idea of us living in this world for, for extended periods of time, um, and that's this is something that, again, might be specific to me in terms of this turns me off from buying it, but... Uh, the apartments, from from what I've read, and someone can tell me if this is misinformation, but the apartments that you buy and the cars that you get are very limited in customizability. Um, and I mean, you know, that's just that's just an additional thing where I, I am someone who really enjoys base building and customization and working things out to fit exactly what my character's aesthetic is and play mm-hmm. style is and stuff like that. Um, and you know, besides the already very limited number of cars. I think it's like it's somewhere between like twelve and twenty-five. Last last I checked, I don't remember exactly, but it's not very many. Um, you know, having having something to to make I, me I want mean, to I think it's time. I think it's fine if it's like up, upwards of twenty-five, but if it's like seven cars, then we got something. To I, I don't about. think it's that low. I think I think there's there's much more than that. 
I can um, I can almost see like an argument for it in universe maybe because I mean it is like a, a corporate world so there are going to be like cartel corporate cartels so like maybe there's only only so many car manufacturers blah blah blah, blah. like monopolies maybe? and stuff yeah uh well yeah well, uh, monopolies and cartels to, you have to then ignore the idea that there are people who wouldn't modify these right. When, you know, there yeah. are people who are chopping off their own arms so that they can have, like, a, a built-in mixer. It's like, well, you're telling the, me you'll do that, but you won't pump, like, a crazy cool engine on this thing to make it ramp? And then the things. other si- the other part of it would be you're telling me that no one has an old car, you know? <laughs> We've removed well, all old cars from the streets. Or, like, or like these corporations, because car companies do this. They never release, like, small batch... Ah, jeez, that was a terrible voice crack. Small batch, uh, like... You know, oh, we're only making 100 of these for rich people. You know, there would be no special ones. It's just the same 25. Okay. Whatever. You know. But, uh. Eh. And an additional thing to kind of look at, and I'm not sure if this is necessarily. I'm not going to buy this too much in terms of what it means. Um, But the CD Projekt Red stock did climb up and up and up until. December 7th, which was when the first review started coming out. Um, and it has declined ever since. Um, so it's down about seven bucks. Maybe maybe eight. Yeah, about, about eight bucks. So it's, you know, things are kind of it's, it's, it's starting to lose, at least on the back end, some of the hype to it. Um, and I think that's one of the issues with reviews of this game, is that reviews will straight out, they'll, they'll come out and they'll say, this game was very buggy to the point where I was I was waiting to see what funny bug would happen next and take me out of the game. Um, and, you know, there, there are issues with how it performs. And, you know, some parts of it are stiff. Anyway, I would like to give this game a 9.8 out of 10. Yeah, like, um, and you're not going to get that from me. Um, no, so far, not. currently, it is going to have to fight to be like where my current stance is, it's gonna to have to fight to be above a nine. I I don't. It could easily get an eight point nine, and then get a nine, but it's gonna to have to fight to get above a nine. But like, um, it's got to be great from here on out. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it would have to do some pretty legendary stuff. Um, one thing I do want to point out is that I feel like a lot of the problems that it, it seems to have, uh, and and that we're seeing. I would argue are things people were calling months ago. You know, like, it. this is not unexpected is what I'm trying to say, right? I mean, I, I think we've said it many times. I've heard other people talk about it. Uh, there seemed to be the idea going around that it was going to be a pretty good game, but it was not going to live up to the hype. Um, I heard people, uh, like, I, I remember listening to stuff where people were ranting and raving about, like, they don't seem to be putting their time in the right places, you know? Um, and that seems to have turned out to be true, where, again, uh, I don't think we've said this explicitly, but um, you can uh, adjust your junk, shall we say, um, but not your like your character's overall body type, which is insane to me. Like, just weird time management problems, which, now that, now that I think about it, again, we almost talked about that uh, when we were talking about their issues with crunch versus... You know, they said, oh, we don't want to go into crunch, and they did. And we were sort of saying, maybe this is more of an inevitability, inevitability, because if 
you keep extending it, they're going to try and fit more stuff into it. And I feel like that might be how a lot of these weird gimmicks get in there. Someone gets a wild hair and there's no one with enough, uh, I don't know, cool-headedness to say no, if that makes sense. Like, Look, it, it feels with, like management problems. With the whole junk thing, like, it's a gimmick, like, yeah. uh, with uh, Red Dead Redemption. Game horse, journalists yeah. were flipping out that the horses can poop. Like, oh my god, the horses poop. They poop. And it was like two days of just like horse poop memes, right? That's how dedicated it doesn't Rockstar really affect is. anything in the game. It's like horse poop. Well, I, I wow. mean, I read that too. I, I would argue, launch. I would the, argue that that is, that is a better, um, and I would agree, like a better use of time because at least you see it. You know? Yeah. Sorry, um, <laughs> Hey, well, with some of the glitches that people are having, you see the other too. And so here's the thing, like, you know, with, uh, with cyberpunk, they give you the gimmick of letting you pick your junk size. Doesn't really matter though. Cause in game, as I was saying, pre-show, you know, I'm in, I'm looking in the mirror. My dude's just waking up from sleeping. And I guess my character was sleeping in the nudes or what, um, in the nudes, in the nude or whatever. Uh, or maybe the game literally didn't render the clothes fast enough. But you know what else it didn't render fast enough? My character's dick. And a lot of people are actually having they that took issue. Away your game, penis like, just doesn't render they took it away. Literally, when my character backed out of the view of the mirror, he was dickless. And there's an option to make your character dickless, which is fine. But that was not my character choice. Yeah, but the gra- graphically, just it was too much to ask to get my dick rendered. Sad times. I said it. Fair. I mean, okay. To be fair, though, in defense of the game, <laughs> I feel like dick rendering is pretty low priority. <laughs> well, see, that's one thing. See, would... that's the thing. Though, no, 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 no. See, you, I don't. I'm not going to give you the kudos of like, oh my god, you can do this with your junk in the game, and it's a big deal. There were literally dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of stories written about that happening. Your junk, yeah. Fogline, I would, thank I would, you um, for subscribing. Even more so, man. That guy's subscribing until entropy takes hold. He's been subscribing for so long. <laughs> um, so thank you for that, Fogmine. But what were we saying? We were talking about dick rendering. So, um, yeah, um, so the horse we poop were. thing, that makes sense because you, you do feed your horse. It's going to do the thing. But Red Dead Redemption also showed an almost unreasonable amount of detail on like even when you're shopping, you can shop out of the catalog or you could literally pick each individual item off of the shelf. So it was consistent that level of detail throughout Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, and it and it didn't launch broken. No, it didn't launch broken. If anything, um, this is Red Dead Redemption Two we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two. In some ways, a lot of people were complaining that's like, okay, we get it. Like, we don't need to have every single thing. Like, just it, it's taking me forever to beat this game just because the animation for every little detail, you know. Everything from how the character walks in the camp versus how he runs to his horse to get on versus how he picks stuff off the counter shelves. Like some people are just like, let me just pick it through a menu or something, you know, 
Like, let me just get supplies instead of walking around the camp and picking up individual bottles of this and that, you know? Yeah. My point being, there was consistently there. It wasn't really a gimmick as much. Um, But this, I think it's just a, I think it's just a gimmick. Especially if they can't even, if they don't have the technical ability to render the stuff properly. Like, because honestly, we all know that there's going to be sex scenes in these games. That's going to look silly. If like you, parts of your character can't even render, you um, know? and I guess like getting onto the the sex scenes thing, I find it kind of funny because I remember you bringing up that um, some of the earlier Witcher games, it was like, oh shit, you can fuck in a video game, you know, like that being part of yeah, what, yeah, it was a like, big deal. It was like groundbreaking for video games for people back then. Yeah, part of what like made it so notorious i suppose mm-hmm. and I, I almost wonder if like that because you, you were talking about hoping that like it, it, this release wasn't like that you know um in some sense or, or you know it wasn't just like some gimmick or whatever mm-hmm. um and i but i almost feel like that in a way almost like I, I can totally see like a studio where they've always sort of had the um time and and uh freedom to put stuff like that in the game and it's rewarded them you know in the past mm-hmm. i feel like we shouldn't even be surprised that they rendered stuff inside windows you know yeah. but didn't make the game run <laughs> yeah it's i i would really love like, to see they? like a, a percentage breakdown of how much time they spent on what um, I I'm I would be amazed if it wasn't almost all like graphics and world, because it's it, it's it's releasing in a state where I I would agree with that. It seems like it's just graphics world, boom, you know, story, a, a, a sizable chunk, technical elements way smaller than it should be, um, you know. So and, and just they announced circle back down to reviewing real quick the the effect that you know game game journalists have in reviewing something with all of its hype instead of accurately i would say is a pretty big problem and especially on steam i mean there are hundreds and hundreds of reviews that were given with six minutes of playtime or more i think six minutes is the minimum that it can even show so people were literally launching the game probably not even getting through character creation and then recommending it. And that just seems uh, yeah, but like you see, a disaster to me. You see, Moose, they saw the junk adjuster and they, they knew it was a good game. Right they there. Force quit the game. Gotta tell my friends. Well, see, um, um, I'm going to be reviewing this and uh, putting a, a metric score to it. And I'm actually going to weight it off of the hype. In that, oh, oh, that's gonna hurt. Well, like we're gonna start from there. Look, I was promised, like not like not even the second coming. I was promised the third coming of Jesus, like with this game. And um, right now, it's I'm seeing nothing but false gods. And so, <laughs> I hope, I hope I'm proven wrong, and that we can come back in a couple of podcasts and be like, man, we were so wrong. This game is the best thing. Since freaking like the Renaissance, like all the Renaissance time, 
in history. Like I'm hoping it will live up to it. But the thing is, and the reason why I'm, I think it's still fair to rate it off of the hype is that look, this, this studio has got to, has been able to live off of this hype and all this praise and adulation. And then they still put this out. Yeah. Like, no, like they really should have waited like two more years to have that perfect game or hired more people. Yeah, I, I feel so like I'm, they... I'm going to grade it off of the hype it was promised. And then if it doesn't like to get that to reach it, it needs to um, to reach a 10. It needs to deliver on that hype right now. I'm maxing them out of nine until something really impressive happens. Mm-hmm. Of course, I have way more game to finish, though. We'll just see how it goes. Now, uh, we saw Keanu Reeves when they announced the release date of the game. Okay. Now, we know by reports that Keanu Reeves then said, I want to do more in the game now once he got the response. So what that tells me is that during the time they announced the release date of the game, instead of polishing, fixing, finishing the game, they went all crazy and like gushy over Keanu Reeves and then did way more work with Keanu Reeves instead of finishing the game. Well, another thing is, um, I'm not sure, but because the the game, uh, from what I understand, the gameplay trailers will look, you know, over time, like the world, the way the world looks and, and the way things, basically the graphics and the modeling seems to change massively as well, you know, um, and it, it, it just strikes me as like focusing too much on relatively shallow elements because it's like, oh, star appeal and graphics, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, Moose, do you but, have any final things? Because we're going to have to go. Um, uh, I I expect that after the dust has settled, people will will say this is like a solid eight out of ten game. Uh, I, I kind of feel a little the bit same lower, way. Maybe a little bit higher. I kind of feel the same way, but of course, I'm going to play it through to its end, and I'm going to play every aspect of it. Apparently, there's some journalists out there that didn't even play it like the kind of genre game that it is, and so. <laughs> I don't know how you can fairly rate it then. Um, I'm going to play it throughout. I'm going to play the whole aspects. And then uh, we will get that review out to you. Uh, Until then, we're going to be taking a little holiday break. We will be back January 1st. But we are going to have a lot more content coming your guys' way. If you're, And so you definitely want to follow us on Twitter. Or definitely tune in January 1st. To uh, like, let's say you don't want to follow us at all. January 1st, you really should be here because we're going to be announcing all the new stuff we have planned for the next year. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. We've already got some of it produced, did some this morning. Me and Luke had a great time with it. And really looking forward to more to come with that. And I think you guys will enjoy it. So if you're listening to Spotify, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or Apple, uh, know that we do these live on twitch.tv slash shelf. So you can always head over there and uh, catch us live, join the conversation. Also, you will notice that there's a bunch of panels below, and that's going to lead to all of our goodies, all of our content on Heavy Shelf, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the places where, we at, um, where we're at, you can find us. If you head over to Discord, that's where you're going to be able to join the conversation there. Join us in the chat share your opinions on the game more in depth because discord's a great communication app for that 
sort of thing. So yeah, we're hoping to see you there and around here, or if not there, in the chat. Come join us every Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash shelf. See you then. January 1st, next time.